Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. I'm Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live and welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show as well. Yes, we are. We're simulcasting today in Columbus, Ohio on AM 880 and 104.5 FM where I host Bob Bernie Live. But uh, Bill Bunkley is away from the microphone for today. And so we are also broadcasting on Faith Talk 570, 760, and 910 AM in the greater Tampa area of Florida. So wherever you are listening, thank you for joining me. Thank you for allowing me to be your host. And we have one phone number, 800-877-800. Uh, sorry, let's try that again. We have one phone number. Yeah, let's just hit, you know, rewind. Just go 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. I've only been giving that phone number out for, well, 24 years. Yeah, it's not 800. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. 5483. I've got some updates. Uh, I would imagine Bill Bunkley covered this. I certainly did hear a uh, mother in Virginia, the Suffolk County Public Schools. Uh, she was uh, given the, the privilege and the right to address the school board back in August. She brought up some concerns that she had about the direction of the school district and so forth. And then she said, uh, I would like to uh, take the rest of my allotted time to pray for the kids, for you, the uh, the school board members, for our uh, our citizens. I'd, I'd just like to end my public 
comment time in prayer. And she began to pray. She was interrupted and told, you you can't do that here. You can't pray. Well, but I was going to pray for you, she said to the school board. No, you, you, you can't do that. We don't allow prayer here. And she was stopped and told that she could not pray. Well, uh, she didn't take that sitting down, and she contacted the Founding Freedoms Law Center and First Liberty Institute, and uh, those two civil Christian civil liberty organizations uh, began communicating with the school board and uh, informing them um, You have violated our client's constitutional right to freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Well, at first, the school board ignored. Yeah, yeah, they just, they ignored. But then finally, after some threats, uh, they got the attention of the school board and uh, an FFLC, that's the Founding Freedoms Law Center, uh, one of their representatives said, after our attorneys were able to fully communicate the constitutional issues at play, the board finally agreed to allow Ms. Kilgore to pray during her public comment time. Well, good for her. And so she went back to the school board meeting made some comments about her concerns about the direction of the school district, and she prayed. And it was not an imprecatory prayer. She didn't pray down God's judgment upon the heads of the uh, school board members, and she just prayed that God would lead them, God would direct them, and God would accomplish his purposes in the schools through the teachers and so forth. Good for her. Uh, she would not be silenced. Good. Good for her. Uh, And then, uh, those of you listening in Tampa, give me just a couple of minutes to deal with an Ohio issue. Uh, This was a big national issue. We had uh, an election last week, in fact, a week ago. And uh, two, I think, in my opinion, very, very destructive issues were passed overwhelmingly here in the state of Ohio. One was an amendment to the Ohio Constitution to codify unlimited radical abortion. And I think all of us in the pro-life movement here in Ohio were not only saddened and distressed, we were shocked. We are a red state. We're a pro-life state, and yet issue one, which is one of the most pro-abortion, radical uh, abortion, it's not legislation, it's an amendment, in all of America, passed 56 to 44 percent. Well, the uh, experts began doing... uh, analysis on polling, exit polling, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And here, out of everything that we have learned from this, um, here I think is the most troubling. 
24%, listen carefully, 24% of people who declared themselves to be born-again or evangelical Christians voted for the constitutional amendment. 24%. Right at one-four—and these are people who identified themselves as either born-again or evangelical or both. Nearly one-fourth. Okay. Where do we— Lay the blame at the feet of the church and pastors. Well, we don't get involved in politics at our church. We don't we don't deal with political issues from our pulpit. Abortion is not a political issue. It's a moral issue. It is a biblical issue. It is a spiritual issue. It is ultimately not a political issue. How how could it be that one-fourth of people, and again, these are people who, in the polling, self-identified as born-again evangelical Christian, voted in favor of not just an abortion amendment, a radical, radical, radical abortion amendment. The church that my wife and I are a part of took a very, very strong stand. I was so grateful for our pastor and the leadership of our church. Unapologetic, pro-life, took a stand on this issue because, again, it was not political. It was biblical. It was spiritual. It was moral. And yet, many churches and pastors who claim to believe the Word of God refused to take a stand. They didn't want to upset people. They didn't want to offend people. Really? So we're going to allow the killing of innocent unborn babies because we didn't want to offend anyone. We are seeker-friendly at our church. We just preach that God is love, and Jesus is love, and we would not want to be divisive. Hey, listen, there are times that we should be divisive. Well, we, you know, we're striving for unity. Yeah, unity around truth. There is no real unity unless the unity is around truth. The Bible is not ambiguous about abortion. It's very, very clear. Sad, sad, sad. All right, we'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, yes, it is Bob Bernie Live, but it is also the Bill Bunkley Show. 
because we are simulcasting today in Tampa, Florida, and in Columbus, Ohio. But I have one phone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Another update, uh, I've been watching this, and again, I assume Bill was as well, a Finnish parliamentarian. She is a member of the Parliament of Finland. She is a Christian, a Bible-believing Christian. And I know that Finland leans heavily to the left, but uh, anyway, she is a Bible-believing Christian. And long story short, she was charged with, quote, war crimes and crimes against humanity and hate speech. Yeah, she's a member of parliament. She was charged. War crimes, crimes against humanity, and hate speech. What did she do? Uh, She shared Bible verses about what God says about marriage and sexuality. Yeah. No, that's what she did. She simply shared Bible verses. Uh, All of this began back in 2019, When she shared some social media posts, one of them was from Romans chapter 1, where God talks about homosexuality and so forth. And listen, hey, whether you agree or not, that's what the Bible says. Well, she was arrested, charged, and could have spent a considerable amount of time in prison. She's a 63-year-old grandmother of 11 uh, she underwent 13 hours of interrogation after her arrest, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, she has been acquitted. Finally, she has been acquitted by a court of appeals in Finland, and they unanimously, unanimously threw the charges out. So you would think it is all over. Not necessarily. The uh, federal prosecutor is thinking about appealing this to the Finnish Supreme Court. They are determined to punish this woman for believing what Christians have believed for 2,000 years. Uh, And I'm not even going to try to pronounce her first or last name. They are very Finnish names, first and last. I'm not going to embarrass myself by uh, trying to uh, pronounce them. But that's good news, unless the prosecutor decides to take it to the Supreme Court. But an appeals court unanimously ruled in her favor and acquitted her of all charges. I don't believe they have double indemnity like we do here in America, so evidently she could be charged again, but good for her. All right, I always try to defer to phone calls, and uh, we've got Ken down in Florida calling. Hey, Ken, thank you. I am honored that you've called today. What's on your mind? What's on your heart? I'm honored to speak to you, Bob. Well, praise the Lord. I love Jesus and I love babies. And um, I wanted to share with you 
It would take a lot of time, but I could. Um, Bob, when I was in fifth grade, um, we had a, I don't know if it was a social studies book, but um, it was about um, a Native American who had captured a woman carrying a baby. Now, it might have been a, a bunch of women and, and baby and children, I don't know, but uh, more than likely the husbands have been murdered in, in, in a raid. This was um, in the early days of the United States. And uh, walking them, uh, marching them up north through the forest, and and to my horror, as a, a little ten-year-old boy in fifth grade, um, read about the, this um, warrior after prodding the woman along with the, the infant, um, grabbed the baby by the heels, by the the feet, and swung it around and smashed its head against the mm. tree. Mm. murdering it and throwing it down and that poor woman um and um this was part of classroom instruction no, or it was it was a, a book a book uh, okay you know, all was, right it was, it was a textbook back then oh, it okay. was uh not illegal or not a um against uh you know just just a matter of fact um so um about that, and in retrospect, I used to live in upstate New York, and there was a, a legend of the white woman of the Genesee. And I just wonder if this was a... And she wandered around um, the Finger Lake region, which would be seen back in uh, colonial days. And I just wondered if she um, was that woman who just lost her mind. Oh, was I don't know. And they would, but but uh, that's that's just my... Well, abortion is a, is a horrible thing, and the liberal left that the the liberal left does not want us to understand the the spiritual aspect, obviously, but also the psychological aspect of women who have had abortions. There is a large percentage of women who have had abortions. That really, really suffer. And by the way, Ken, thanks so much for the call. Thank you. Uh, there's really nothing good that comes out of abortion. We are told this often. Well, they had an abortion and she got an education. And uh, Listen, don't listen to that propaganda. And most importantly, as I said earlier, God is very clear on the biblical position of life when life begins and the murdering of innocent unborns. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We will return. 